This is the 18th episode of uh, 100 on corporate finance, and here we're going to pick back uh, up where we left off um, with raising equity capital. So in most instances, uh, firms need more capital than a few angel investors can provide, right? Um, this is where a firm, a company, I'm sorry, might turn to a venture capital firm. A venture capital company is a limited partnership that specializes in raising money to invest in the private equity of young firms. The general partners are known as venture capitalists, and they work for and run the venture capital firm. Venture capital firms offer limited partners a number of advantages over investing directly in startups themselves as angel investors. Because these firms invest in many startups, limited partners are more diversified uh, than if they had invested on their own in, mo in most instances, right? It is common within the industry uh, for venture capitalists to confirm about one-third uh, of the seats on the board of a startup. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, to take up about one-third of the seats on the board of a startup um, that it is funding. Uh, by way of contrast, uh, institutional investors such as pension funds, insurance companies, endowments, and foundations uh, manage large quantity of funds. Uh, institutional investors may invest directly in private firms or indirectly by becoming limited partners in a venture capital firm. And finally, corporations can also invest in private companies. When a firm founder needs to sell equity to outside investors for the first time, uh, it is common practice for private companies to issue preferred stock rather than common stock. Uh, preferred stock issued by mature companies such as banks usually has a preferential dividend and seniority in any liquidation. Uh, preferred stock from young companies, though, usually does not pay dividends on a periodic basis, but rather uh, gives the owner the option of converting the shares into common stock. The relationship between a firm and its investors, though, um, uh, is always subject to change, right? So an important consideration for investors and private companies um, is their um, exit strategy. Um, how uh, is there, it's a firm strategy, right? How the firm will realize a return on its investment. Uh, investors exit uh, in two main ways, uh, through an acquisition uh, or through uh, a public offering. The process of selling stock uh, to the public for the first time is called an IPO, of course. Um, going public provides companies with greater liquidity and better access to capital. Uh, by going public, companies give their um, private equity investors the ability to diversify. In addition, public companies typically have access to much larger amounts of capital through public markets, uh, both in the initial public offering uh, and in subsequent offerings. Uh, the major advantage of undertaking an IPO is also one of the major disadvantages of a public offering. Uh, what am I talking about? Well, when investors um, sell their stake and diversify their holdings, the equity holders of a corporation become um, more widely dispersed. Uh, this undermines the investor's ability, um, theoretically, to monitor the firm's management. More than that, once a firm go a company goes public, it must comply with a bevy of uh, inconvenient regulations imposed by the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the New York Stock Exchange, um, NASDAQ, if the stock is listed on NASDAQ, as well as the Sarbanes-Oxley Act. Uh, managers of the company, well, I mean, inconvenient but essential in some uh, in some respects, right? So with the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, so Sarbanes-Oxley Act, nobody really won from the Enron scandal. So you want to have those, you want to have that regulation in place, but you don't want to go overboard at the same time. Uh, so managers of the company uh, work with an underwriter, uh, i.e., an investment banking firm that manages the security issuance and designs its structure. Uh, in this case, the underwriter is managing the company's offerings uh, of securities to the public. Choices for the offerings uh, structure include the types of shares to be sold and the mechanism the underwriter will use to sell the stock. Um, at an initial public offering, a firm offers a large block of shares uh, for sale to the public for the first time. The shares that are sold um, in the initial public offering may either be new shares that raise capital, um, known, as known as a primary offering, or existing shares 
that are sold by current shareholders, um, known as a secondary offering. Uh, many initial public offerings, especially the larger ones, um, are managed by a group of underwriters, right? So the lead underwriter is the primary banking firm responsible for managing the security issuance. The lead underwriter provides most of the advice on sales and arranges uh, for a group of other underwriters called the syndicate to help market and sell the issue. Underwriters will set the market price uh, for uh, the issue and make a market for the security. Uh, once an initial price range for the issue is set, uh, the underwriters will attempt to determine what the market thinks of the valuation by arranging a quote-unquote roadshow, right, where senior management and the lead uh, underwriters travel around the country uh, promoting the firm and explaining their rationale for the offer price. At the end of the roadshow, uh, customers will inform the underwriters of their interest by telling them uh, how many shares they would want to purchase. Um, and although these commitments are non-binding, the underwriters' commitments, uh, customers, I'm sorry, uh, rarely go back on their word because of their interest in maintaining a working relationship, right, with the investment bank. The investment bank will then add up the total uh, demand and adjust the price until it is unlikely uh, that the issue will fail. Uh, this process is called book building. In the most uh, common arrangement, an underwriter and an issuing firm will agree to a firm commitment um, initial public offering where the underwriter guarantees that it will sell all of the stock at the offer price. Here, the underwriter purchases the entire issue and then resells it um, at the offer price. If the entire issue does not sell out, the underwriter is on the hook. Um, the remaining shares must be sold at a lower price and the underwriter um, then has to take any losses. Some investment banks uh, may use the information they acquire to reduce their exposure to losses. More than that, once the issue is set, underwriters may insert a contract clause into their deal with the issuer that allows them to issue more stock at the offer price. Once the initial public offering is complete, the company's shares trade publicly on an exchange. The lead underwriter usually makes a market in the stock by, march by matching buyers and sellers and assigning uh, analysts to cover it. By doing so, the underwriter increases the liquidity of the stock in the secondary market. This service is of value to both the issuing company and the underwriter's customers uh, because a liquid market ensures that investors who purchase shares are able to trade those shares easily. And that concludes uh, this 18th session of 100 on corporate finance, not of course, not of course ruling out the possibility of bonus sessions.